Good afternoon, my friends. Uh, Joe Zank coming to you today again with another cup of Joe. It is Monday, July the 13th, and yes, it is way afternoon. I'm totally late in getting this out, and I know, I promise, that I'm going to start dropping these early so you can download them in the morning and listen to them sometime in the day, but today is not that day. I'm not sure when that's going to happen. It's on my to-do list, and Lord knows we'll we'll try to get around to it, but I make no promises. It is not going to happen today as it is 3.23 as I look at my computer right now. Um, I hope you had a wonderful weekend, and uh, for those new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you for taking time to listen. We read the gospel of the day, we reflect upon it, and we see what does that make sense for in my life today, and then we pray one decade of the rosary. So, my friends, uh, let us uh, look at the gospel. Uh, for those who um, <clears throat> were at Mass, oh gosh, a couple weeks ago now? I'm not quite sure. I should have looked at that too. Um, I think this was the gospel of the day uh, two Sundays ago uh, on the uh, 28th or so of June. So it would have been, what, the 13th Sunday of Ordinary Time. You will recognize it as we get about a third of the way through. For those following through, it is Matthew chapter 10, verses 34, to Matthew chapter 11, verses 1. So Matthew 10, 34, through 11, 1. Let's listen to the Word of God. Jesus said to his apostles, Do not think that I have come to bring peace upon the earth, for I have come to bring not peace, but the sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and one's enemies will be those of his household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever receives a righteous man because he is righteous will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink because they are a disciple, amen, I say to you, they will surely not lose their reward. When Jesus finished giving these commands to his 12 disciples, he went away from that place to teach and to preach in their towns. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, brothers and sisters, remember, <clears throat> we've been following um, much of, of uh, Jesus' words in chapter 10. Uh, have been to his disciples, have been uh, to his inner group of apostles. I think that was mid last week where he chose the 12. And now he's going to send the 12 out on mission. And so he's been preparing them the last three or four Gospels to say, okay, if you're going to go out on mission, here's, here's what you need to expect. And this is his final uh, preparation for them uh, to do that. And so what does, he, what does he talk about? You know, 
if Jesus is anything, he's a realist. And, and that line should jolt us at the beginning of the gospel where Jesus says, do not think that I have come to bring peace upon the earth. I have come to bring not peace, but the sword. Now, brothers and sisters, let that sink in. This is the one whom we call the Prince of Peace, who is inviting us and, and says to us, I've not come for peace. I've come not to bring peace, but a sword. So how do we make sense of that? Again, I think this was, was some time ago I, I spoke about peace. Peace, brothers and sisters, is not an absence of war between us. It is not an absence of conflict. Sometimes we have to go into the conflict in order to find true peace on the other side. Sometimes all we do is we kind of skirt around the conflict or we notice that elephant in the room but we're not willing to name it and therefore we just kind of dance around it. It's the dysfunctions in our lives, in our inner self, in our, in our uh, relationships, in our families, whatever that is. And we know if we are going to get to true peace, we have to go in there and somehow embrace that quality of who we are and, and name it. And uh, in naming it, take away some of its power or somehow in that relationship to say, I am not comfortable with, or how do we deal with this? Or I am struggling with this. Or as a family, and we talked about family systems last week, um, that naming something may very well get you kicked out of that system because it's far easier to kick somebody out of the system than to change the system. But realize that's what Jesus is talking about here. He is saying, brothers and sisters, if we are going to commit and, and um, follow hard after him, that there are going to be choices that we have to make. And some of those choices are going to bring conflict. I don't think Jesus in any way, shape, or form is saying conflict is part of his kingdom. I think that we know it's not. He is the Prince of Peace. There's no doubt about that. But in order to follow him, sometimes we do have to let the dead bury the dead. And, uh, and we do put our hand to the plow and don't look back. Um, and remember, he says the word of God is a two-edged sword um, because it's going to cut. You know, there is a, a, a place in Scripture, <clears throat> uh, so Old Testament, it talks about David and Jonathan, their great love for each other. David, of course, it was before he was King David. Uh, and Jonathan was the son of the first king, Saul. This was after the Jewish people looked around at all their neighbors and wanted a king just like them. And God said, no, yeah, you know, or the, the, the prophets were like, God, what do you think? And God's like, oh, man, let's give them a king. They're not going to like it. They're not going to like where this goes. Uh, and they didn't once it got to Solomon. And, and he was basically like every other king. Um, that's a longer story and a different reflection. But Jonathan and David were great friends. King Saul was the first. And as David grew uh, and the people just were falling in love with him, you know, this was after Goliath and, and he took him down and that uh, Saul killed his thousands, but David killed his 
tens of thousands, you know. Saul's a little jealous, and so he tells Jonathan, I want you to betray David. And Jonathan says, no, I, I won't do that. And what that did to the relationship of Saul and David, or Saul and Jonathan, excuse me. That's what we're talking about, brothers and sisters. Is there's that age-old struggle between what our friends, what our loved ones, what our, our workplace, our community, our church, our country may want us to do, and what our conscience says, but that doesn't feel right because I feel God leading me here. And when we follow that conscience, we are going to bring not peace, but a sword. Um, those are tough decisions. And, and sometimes we follow the conscience, praise God. And sometimes we don't. And Jesus here is inviting us to carry our cross. Um, again, that image that those, uh, the writer of Matthew looking back and in, in putting this language <clears throat> in Jesus, you know, because it makes sense that he himself had carried his cross. The other thing I want to say, and I'll say it briefly, for those who heard my reflection uh, on the, the 13th Sunday of Ordinary Time, you already know where I'm going to go here because the second half of the gospel here is, is what I talked about. And it says, whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Basically, um, we have to ask ourselves, uh, what do we revolve around? Um, and I use the example of Copernicus. Copernicus was the one in 1543, the year he died, two months before he died. He put out this theory that no, <clears throat> the, earth, or the, the sun doesn't revolve around the earth. The earth revolves around the sun. And he shuffled his feet and hemmed and hawed before he put this down because he knew what this was going to do. Everybody believed we as Earth were the center of the universe. Everybody believes we as individuals are the center of our own life. Uh, but Copernicus said, no, no, really, the Earth revolves around the sun. The sun is the center. Well, then he died. Who took up his baton? Galileo did about 70 years later. And Galileo, of course was called a heretic and was um, uh, arrested and mocked. And Copernicus's work was banned for 200 years, and Galileo was placed under house arrest and made to uh, recant. When systems change and different ideas come, the system doesn't like that. And brothers what, and sisters, what Jesus is saying here is, as good as our mothers are and our fathers, as good as our sons and our daughters are, as good as our spouses are, as good as our loved ones, as good as our best friends, they were not made to carry the weight of us revolving around them. As good as our agendas are, as good as our ideas are, as good as our habits are, they are not made to carry that weight. Only the kingdom of God. Only God can, can be in that center, and only his images of forgiveness and patience and goodness and love and life. Those are the only things that are made to carry that. Everything else will fall off that pedestal because they don't have the shoulders for that. Please don't put me up there. Please don't put your spouse up there. Please don't put anybody else up there because they are destined to fall. We saw that in our church. We're seeing it in our country. I mean, all these things. 
They are destined to fall because they are not made for that. We are made to revolve around earth. We think our life is about us, but it is not. It is not. We revolve around God and the kingdom of God, the idea of God, the, the, the attitudes and habits and behaviors of God. Not the other way around. And when we do that, we will be bringing a sword um, and we will be carrying a cross because there will be people that will not care for that. And at that time, we will have to make a hard decision. Let's pray. Uh, we are starting the joyful mysteries today. So we will do the first joyful mystery. If there is someone or something for which you would like to pray during this decade, I invite you to call it to mind at this time. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The first joyful mystery, the Annunciation. Mary says yes. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Blessings on the rest of your Monday. I know that is not a lot, but blessings on that. And I look forward to us being together perhaps even earlier tomorrow on Tuesday. Bye-bye.